It's NFL Draft Talk right here in the middle of July. Where else is that going to happen? Nowhere. It's here with Sean Sullivan, the JoeBucksFan.com draft guru. It's the best in class podcast presented by Bill Curry Ford. Start shopping now at BillCurryFord.com and start listening now, right now, to Sean Sullivan. Today, it's the NFC East, a look back at their draft, a fantastic draft. Here's Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best in Class with Sean Sullivan coming to you live from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa. Good to be back. Say hi, Grace. Hi. We're going to have the best 25 minutes in sports podcasting. Uh, Our ratings continue to climb. Grace tells me all the time I've got to do more podcasts because uh, the demand is high, apparently, right? Which is always an honor to me that people want to listen to me talk, which is uh, something I enjoy doing very much. So speaking of talking, let's get into it. So at BillCurryFord.com, you will actually go on there and see the new concierge buying service. So basically, you go on there, you contact Bill Curry Ford, a young lady named Nikki will call you. Uh, she's the lead concierge. She'll walk you through buying a car. She'll put it together for you. She'll give you uh, updates the entire time the car is being built. She can give you pricing, trade valuations. We can do it all over the phone or by email. You do not need to come into the store. We're making this super easy for you. And you get a $500 Amazon gift card just for ordering a car with no deposit necessary. That's right, no deposit necessary. So get your new Ford vehicle ordering through our new concierge service at BillCurryFord.com. Please follow us at Bill Curry Tampa, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Please share this podcast with your friends and family. Please give me some ratings. I'm good with criticism, but I know it's the best on the market, so I deserve tens. So please give me tens. We are continuing to support women's professional football. We're going to be uh, one of the lead sponsors of the Inferno in Tampa, obviously. What a great organization of women. Um, uh, They make us proud and represent the city very, very well. I want to give a shout out to uh, Titus O'Neill and the hard work that he's doing in the local schools in Hillsborough County. Uh, he's doing an amazing job uh, using his influence to, to give young children a, a chance. So congratulations to a real hero who obviously he's also a Gator, so I'm, I'm kind of biased, but a real hero that uses his influence not to talk about what's wrong with America. He actually takes every day to make sure he fixes what he feels is wrong. So I have to I have to commend him for that. Um, so congratulations to Titus O'Neill. Also, I'd like to uh, talk about some of the rumors about Gronk coming back. So he obviously put it to, to bed that he's not coming back. So it kind of broke my heart a little bit, Grace. It kind of shattered me because I, I definitely love Gronk. And he has an amazing family and his uh, mother is local. She's actually a Bill Curry Ford customer, which is also awesome. But we wish him the best in retirement like a moment of silence for, for my Gronk. Okay, Bucks fans, let's get into it. So we're doing NFC East today. The, the NFC East actually had a terrific draft. Not spectacular, but very, very good draft. So we're going to start out with the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones guy. So we're actually, cool thing about the Cowboys is I'm actually flying to Dallas to watch the Bucks play the Cowboys this year. So very excited about that. Can't wait to really kicked their tail in their own stadium, which, by the way, is spectacular and sponsored by Ford Motor Company, which is uh, very unique. Round one, Tyler Smith, offensive tackle, Tulsa, the real deal. Tyler Smith was a very underrated tackle. Um, I think he fits right into what the Cowboys are trying to do. I liked him a lot. Very athletic, um, very, very strong um, coming in, in into the NFL with an NFL body, ready-to-go guy. Um, has some inexperience in, in running, uh, terrific pass pro. 
But I think what you're going to find with Tyler Smith is he's going to be an instant starter for the Cowboys. So congratulations to them for, for a terrific pick at 24. 56, round two, Sam Williams, outside linebacker, Ole Miss. Very athletic linebacker, a thumper, great run stopper. Kind of fits what they were doing. I don't think he does anything spectacularly. I think he's just a good linebacker. I think he starts right away, but I don't see superstar or, or pro bowl guy, but just a solid guy. Jalen Tolbert, their round three pick, number 88, the wide receiver out of South Alabama. Good hands, not great hands. I thought that he had a good route tree. He runs more than two routes, which is nice coming out of college. But again, a small school wide receiver. I don't know if the lights are going to be too big for these guys. And you know, I know Jason Light will always disagree with me. Uh, these small school wide receivers, they take a little time. And if you're going to be patient, uh, I guess that works. Some of them don't ever come out, but I prefer big school wide receivers. But Jalen Tolbert's a good one. Uh, I think that uh, he's a developmental wide receiver for sure. Round four, pick 129. They stole. I mean, when I say stole with a mask and gun, that's how they stole Jake Ferguson tied in at Wisconsin. I don't know what it is about the Cowboys. They seem to know tight ends um, really, really well. They continue to get these guys. I mean, we could go over a list of, of Pro Bowl tight ends for the Cowboys. You know, and now and now they have Schultz, and then they, they had Jarvin, and now they've drafted Jake Ferguson. I think this guy is a sleeper. I think he's going to be terrific for the Dallas Cowboys. So congratulations to Jake Ferguson. Um, best in class listeners, uh, if you've listened to me in the past, for my tight end breakdown, Jake Ferguson was one of my favorite guys. I think he has fantastic hands, and I think that that's a terrific pick in the fourth round. Pick five, round five, one pick, 155. Matt Lazar, uh, Zarco, offensive tackle, North Dakota. I don't know a lot about this guy. Matt was not in any of my uh, pre-draft breakdowns. He's a fifth-round draft pick. Uh, I don't see him as a starter. Round five, 167, Deron Bland, cornerback, Fresno State. That guy has a chance. I thought that he was... Very, very skilled. Um, I actually broke him down during my cornerback review. He's one of those guys that a lot of places rated as a future backup in the NFL. I don't know about that. Uh, I think he plays with a lot of um, attitude. And if you and if you guys follow football like I do, without confidence and an attitude as a cornerback, you're not going to make it in the NFL. That guy has both. We'll see how that goes. Round five, pick 176, uh, Demond Clark, linebacker, LSU. Don't know much about him. I would assume that he's a training camp guy, practice squad guy, round pick, round five, pick 178, John Ridgeway, defensive tackle, Arkansas. I actually had a big breakdown uh, of, of this gentleman. This guy is awesome. At round five, I, I don't know what it is. Obviously, the scouts know why he was drafted so low. This guy's, I, I think, can play right away. I think that he's going to give the Cowboys depth in the defensive line. I actually really like him a lot. Round six, pick 193, Devin Harper, linebacker, Oklahoma State. Another guy that I think is just training camp fodder. So going back through this deal, we have Tyler Smith uh, out of Tulsa. He's a starter. Sam Williams out of Ole Miss, I think, can start. Uh, Jalen Tolbert, I think, is a project. Jake Ferguson is not going to start, but I think he's going to take reps from Schultz. Matt Walzico, uh, offensive tackle, North Dakota. I think he's a depth piece. Deron Bland has a chance to make the team. Uh, Damone Clark, I think, is, uh, is a special teams guy. John Ridgway, I think, has a chance to make the team because he's just he's just a big man. Like, right, like if you guys look up um, John Ridgway and just see the size of that guy, he's going to really help them with their run defense, and I think he's going to be in there on, on first and second down. I think he has a chance to, to, to steal some reps. Devin Harper, linebacker, Oklahoma State, I think that he is – Another guy that's just a training camp guy. Moving on, 
uh, to the Giants. So the Giants never do anything right. I find them to be an, a, a joke of an organization. But this year, they had a terrific draft, right? They start out at pick five uh, with, with Thibodeau, who at one point I had going number one overall, obviously, what, six months before the draft. This guy was, was what everybody was talking about. This guy can rush the passer. He's aggressive. He's mean. He now has a chip on his shoulder. So that's just an amazing pick. He's a starter from day one for the Giants. Still in round one, pick seven, right? It's very hard to go bad with with pick five and pick seven unless you're the Indianapolis Colts. The last time the Colts had pick five and pick seven, they picked two guys that were out of the NFL in three years. So, But Thibodeau at five and then Evan Neal, who was my number one tackle, who could have gone first overall to Jacksonville, they got him at pick seven. So to me, you got a Thibodeau and Neal and your first two picks. The draft is over. You won. You That's amazing. You got not only did you get two starters, you got two guys that will make the all rookie team. You got two guys that were a possible Pro Bowl players their first year. I know how hard that is. I know how ridiculous that is. Thibodeau, when he's healthy, is an amazing pass rusher. Evan Neal is a day one starter, very similar to what the Bucks got to experience with Tristan Wirfs. Uh, round two, pick 43, Wandell Robinson, wide receiver, Kentucky. Very exciting um, wide receiver, plays special teams, has amazing hands, very athletic. I don't know about his route tree, but I, but he is a lot of fun to watch. And the Giants really needed help on the wide receiver. You know, they put up, they drafted Tony in the first round last year, uh, and he's been a bust for them. He has, does not, has not fed in well with them and then got injured. They need to upgrade that position. And Wandale Robinson brings some excitement to that position. Round three, pick number 67, Joshua Azudu, offensive guard, North Carolina. This guy can start at guard. I don't know if there's a spot on the Giants. I wish I knew their offensive line better. But this guy is a starter slash depth piece. This guy is going to make the team. Uh, Round three, pick number 81, Cordell Flott, cornerback, LSU. I actually had to look this up because I didn't do any research on Flott prior to the, the draft. And I, mean, and I mean, I go through this. This was not a guy I saw going in round three. I thought he was a much lesser pick. But in, in, anyway, at round three, maybe they see something in him where he fits their defensive system. I don't understand it. But um, then again, it's the Giants. Uh, round four, pick 112, Daniel Bellinger, Bellinger, tight end San Diego State. This guy is a beast, right? They, they went from, they went from um, Ingram who was this uh, a tight end first-round draft pick um, pass catcher who basically is not a physical player and plays soft, right? Uh, Daniel Bellinger, not soft. This guy, if you watch the, the combine, he, he hit everything and tried to destroy it. Like, uh, like he's doing sled drills by himself. That poor sled, he was, he was just beating the sled up, slamming it on the ground. He actually picked it up and turned it and turned it over on its side after his rep. And I'm like, that guy's angry. Right, that guy plays angry. He's big and strong. And by the way, in his gauntlet with his hands, his hands were excellent. So Daniel Bellinger, you're going to hear this name again, guys. Don't forget it. Round four, best in class. That's a guy that's going to show up. Round four, pick 114, Dane Belton, safety Iowa. Here's a guy with the safety class. We've talked about this, breaking down the AFC. The safety class was terrific in this draft. Here's another guy that was definitely a second round draft pick. Fell to pick four, uh, round four. Belton's gonna gonna be a guy that's gonna help them right away in their secondary round five pick one forty six uh, Mika McFadden linebacker Indiana I don't see it there I think that he's a uh, a training camp guy maybe a special teams guy round five pick one forty seven D J Davidson defensive tackle Arizona State now here's a guy 
that was a uh, that was uh, a decent recruit, not a five star recruit that actually chose Arizona State. Could have gone to a bigger school. Can actually play the defensive line. I think this is a guy that makes the team, not a star. Makes the team, adds depth to that defensive line. Remember when the Giants were at their best, right? When they beat Tom Brady in the playoffs and for the Super Bowl. Remember that pass rush? It was just Pro Bowl pass rusher, Pro Bowl pass rusher, Pro Bowl pass rusher. Uh, and it was, their whole defensive line was just full of animals that were absolutely dominant at the line of scrimmage. They were just beasts. They were amazing players. And if you, and they drafted Thibodeau in the first round. That's a guy that's going to give them immediate pass rush. And then they they addressed it with some depth with uh, DJ Davidson. Round 5, 173, Marcus uh, McKithane, all, uh, offensive line, UNC. Know nothing about this guy. I wasn't going to take any time to look him up because if I don't know him, he's probably not going to make the team. Right, round 6, pick 182, uh, Darian Beavers, linebacker, Oregon State. There was a lot of debate on this guy. He was a huge producer at Oregon State with tackles. He's one of those guys that produces high tackles where they don't they don't know if he's athletic enough to play in the NFL. We're not going to know till the pads come on on him. But if, if if production, if you're just going by production, that guy can make the team. So let's go through the Giants again. Thibodeau starter, Evan Neal starter, possibly two amazing all rookie Pro Bowl guys from day one. Wandell Robinson's going to play right away. That's three starters. Joshua Azudu. Uh, offensive guard North Carolina it just depends on on what they're doing uh, how healthy their line is if he's going to play or not but he can absolutely go step in and take some snaps uh Cordell Flott I don't think is a starter Ballinger now I know that the Giants have some tight ends and I know they just let Ingram walk but I'm telling you right now Ballinger should be a star for the Giants he's that good he fits that mold he's going to catch the ball I think he's a fry he's Pat Fryermuth for this year Dane Belton I think safety from Iowa is a starter so one, two, three, four starters. So excellent, excellent draft for a terrible organization. So there you go. Philadelphia Eagles, speaking of a terrible organization uh, with terrible people and terrible fans, Philadelphia Eagles, I don't dislike them as much as I, just, I, I hate New Orleans and obviously the Sea Chickens, which is my new one. But the Philadelphia Eagles, it goes back to, my, to Joe Jaravicious and what happened with Joe Jaravicious. If you guys don't know, look the story up. Uh, it's a terrible story what they what they did to him in the playoff game. But we closed it. Well, we closed down the um, and we beat the Eagles on their home turf and then closed that damn horrible place down. Which uh, congratulations to the Bucks fans for that and or to the Buck organization for that. And then of course Joe Jarvis is one of my favorite Buccaneers of all time. So of course I'm going to be protective. But again, Philadelphia is not the city of brotherly love. It's pretty much the the city of uh, of kill your brother. Probably I think that probably is a better better saying. Round one, pick 13, Philadelphia Eagles draft Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, Georgia. This guy's a beast. He's going to be an instant starter. Uh, he's going to improve the run, uh, the run stopping right away. There's no pass rush in Jordan Davis, but he's going to dominate double teams and triple teams from day one. So he's going to make everybody better on the defensive line. I think that's a fantastic pick. Round two, pick number 51, Cam Jurgens, center, Nebraska. He's an instant starter. He's an excellent center. Round three, they stole N'Kobe Dean from Georgia. Nicobe Dean is is absolute stud of a linebacker. So between um, Lloyd and and Dean, uh, you know it's really a toss up of who you like better. I think Lloyd is more physical. Nicobe Dean makes play after play after play for the number one defense in college football, possibly the number one defense ever assembled for a defense. Uh, I mean for a college team. Nicobe Dean, if he's healthy, should have been a top fifteen pick. 
if not top 20 pick in the NFL. He was pick 83. Okay? I have no idea what the guys are looking at. They're going to about to find out how good N'Kobe Dean is. He is going to be, if he's healthy, a dominant player from day one, and everyone's going to know his name. So, so far, Jordan Davis is a starter. Cam Jurgens is a starter. N'Kobe Dean is a starter. Then they don't have a fourth or fifth round pick. Round six, Kyron Johnson, linebacker, Kansas. That's nobody, uh, special teams guy. Round six again, uh, Grant uh, Calatera, tight end, SMU. This is a guy that was one of the highest rated tight ends in the past, what, probably 10 years. And because of concussions, he was not able to continue his career. And he got drafted in his sixth round. Here's a guy that if he's healthy and can stay on the field, is a star player. The problem is he retired because he had so many concussions in college. That's a problem. One concussion probably takes him out of the pro career forever. So if he can stay concussion-free, he is an instant star for the Philadelphia Eagles. It's just a matter of, it's just a, just a roll of the dice, right? Jordan Davis, starter. Cam Jurgens starter. N'Kobe Dean, steal, 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 is a starter in, the, in round three. Kyron Johnson's nobody. And then Grant Calatera is a guy that, if he's healthy, is going to be a, is going to be a monster for the Eagles. Uh, all right. Uh, last team is the uh, Washington, uh, formerly known as the Redskins. Uh, pick number one, uh, round one, pick number 16. Uh, they drafted Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson's my favorite wide receiver in this draft. For those of you who are, who are listening to best-in-class breakdown of wide receivers, Jahan Dotson is the man, right? He's awesome. There's nothing else to say. He's an instant stud. Um, I don't care who the quarterback is. Jahan Dotson's going to find a way uh, uh, to score and to get – I mean, the, the guy's incredible. And now you have Scary Terry, who just signed his contract on the other side. So you're, you're going to have uh, McLaurin, and you're going to have Jahan Dotson. Are you kidding me? I don't care that your quarterback is, is uh, Wentz. Who cares? I don't care if your quarterback was Blaine Gabbert, right? Jahan Dotson and Scary Terry and a good running game. Oh, my gosh. You, you actually got something. The team formerly called the Redskins are, are going to have a team here, right? So round two, pick 47, Fuldarian Mathis, defensive tackle, Alabama, five-star recruit, defensive tackle out of Alabama. This guy's the real deal. He just doesn't rush the passer. He's going to stop the run immediately. He's going to clog up the middle for Washington. He's going to be another one of those hogs just on the defensive side. Round three, uh, Brian Robinson Jr., running back, Alabama. If you listen to my breakdown of running backs on best in class, you'd understand that I'm not high on Brian Robinson Jr. I think that he's... He's average. Um, I think that he ran behind one of the top offensive lines in football, uh, and I don't think he ran uh, very well um, through that. So I think he had some great games based on the, uh, the opponents. And, and, and I'm not going to sit here and say that he's not an NFL player. He is an NFL player. I didn't see him as one of the top running backs in this draft. I hope he has a good career. Uh, I got nothing against him. I just think that he's an average guy. Around four, Percy Butler, safety Louisiana. Another safety that dropped that's probably – a high third-round pick normally. Uh, Percy Butler's a very good player. Sam Howell, the most underrated running back quarterback in this draft. I don't know why he fell to the fifth round. Probably because North Carolina plays a weird offense as well, where he's going to have to learn that. Sam Howell is an amazing quarterback, very similar to Baker Mayfield. Now, the problem with Sam Howell is, he's, is his NFL comparisons Baker Mayfield and of course, Baker Mayfield played last year hurt, and now everybody thinks he's uh, uh, he got traded for like you know a can of coke. But uh, Baker Mayfield can play the game. People are going to see that again now that he's healthy. Sam Howell, who cares about his personality? 
He also makes terrible TV commercials. Who cares? The guy can play the game. Sam Howell is one of those guys that you're going to see that might make some noise at the QB position. He not only can he run, he, he has amazing touch on the long throws. And, of course, who, who do you have there now? Jahan Dotson and, and Scary Terry. you got some you got some receivers there. Cole Turner tied in Nevada. This guy's a little bit of a smaller tight end for me as far, but he's compact. He looks like a refrigerator that can run. So he's got he's like this really bulky frame, shorter. I thought that man, he was like a so smooth coming out of his out of his breaks. I liked his hands a lot and his top end speed. The guy has one gear. Let's let's not get excited. The burst off the line's not going to be terrific, but long speed, this guy can get open, right? Cole Turner's a guy to watch at tight end. Round five, it's a great pick for Washington. Chris Paul, offensive guard in the seventh. Don't know much about a Tulsa guard. Probably a, a training camp guy. Christian Holmes, cornerback, Ohio's, uh, Oklahoma State. Christian Holmes can play special teams, so that's probably where he's going to be. But the Christian Holmes, just the reason why I know him very well is just because he is a very, very, very aggressive player. Jumps routes, jumps routes, jumps routes. So he's either a winner or a loser. Uh, he's he's not consistent, but when he makes plays, he makes plays, and when he loses, he loses. He's just he's a guy that guesses a lot, and he gets a lot of flags for pass interference because he's a physical guy. He's just a super aggressive corner. At round seven, pick two forty, to me, it's definitely worth the the deal. But the steal of this draft for me and for Washington, besides drafting Jahan Dotson at pick sixteen, which is a future star, getting Sam Howell in the fifth round. It's, it's just hard to imagine get, that he fell that far. But we'll see how it goes. I mean, he's competing against Wentz in Washington. So we'll see how that goes. So I hope you guys enjoyed my breakdown of the NFC East. They actually had a good draft this year. So that's exciting. Um, for those of you who are Philadelphia Eagles fans, I'd like to apologize to you for the fact that you live in Philadelphia and support Philadelphia Eagles. I should apologize for you to everyone. You should apologize for yourself. Then, for those of you who are Cowboy fans, you guys had a terrific draft. Giants fans, who were a terrible organization, but had a terrific draft. Washington, the team formerly known as the Redskins, had a very solid draft. They got one of my favorite players in the entire draft in Jahan Dotson, so, so that's great. So please follow us at Bill Curry Ford Tampa, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Please order your car through our new concierge service at BillCurryFord.com. We have an amazing pre-owned sale going on this weekend. We're getting a $500 gift card just for, for buying a car. And right now, please trade your car in right now and sell it before the price has changed. You, are not, you will not believe how much you're getting for cars right now and how much the market will start to adjust with inflation and high interest rates. Now is the time. You have to do it now because you're going to regret it because three and four months from now, your car is going to be worth a lot less. So please listen to me. If for anything else, please trade your car in now or sell your car now to get the most money for it. Grace, did I miss anything? Nothing. That's wonderful. I hope you guys enjoyed our podcast, and I and please share it with your friends. Uh, give me some ratings, and I hope you have a great night. Thank you, for everybody, for listening.